Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Chairside Live. I'm Dr. Justin Chi, Clinical Research Associate and a member of the team of practicing dentists here at Glidewell Laboratories. Megan Strong is on maternity leave, so I will be taking over the hosting duties for a while until she returns. For this week's episode, Dr. Anna Maria Mirashan has a great case for us. She replaces failing PFMs with Biotemps CAD provisionals before restoring with Bruxer anterior crowns and veneers. Follow along as Dr. Mirashan explains the benefits of these digitally fabricated temporaries and how their aesthetics can be transferred to the final restorations. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in for my new episode. Today I'm going to show you my most favorite step of an aesthetic treatment, the temporization step. After the clinical part, I will take you behind the scenes here at Glidewell Laboratories to show you how the CAD-CAM biotemps are fabricated. You will see the digital flow from the diagnostic wax-up all the way to the final restorations. Here is a 48-year-old male patient. He presented to me with an interest in discussing cosmetic treatment options in an effort to achieve better aesthetics and a healthier smile. Microleakage is clearly visible at the margins of this old PFM. These gross marginal deficiencies resulted in an extremely unpleasant restorations. We can observe the gingival recessions that took place and disrupted the surface smoothness, especially around tooth number 10, thus leaving it vulnerable for plaque accumulation. Treatment plan was discussed with the patient and the decision was made to remove all the defective restorations and restore the smile with Bruxer anterior veneers on tooth number 4, 6 and 11 and full crowns on maxillary first molar centrals, laterals, and left premolars. At the same appointment, maxillary and mandibular preliminary impressions were taken, along with the shade, for the fabrication of the diagnostic cast and biotemcad provisionals. The initial shade for the provisional restoration was determined using Vita Shade tab and verified with a Vita Easy Shade device. Due to the advances in digital dentistry, prior to the preparation appointment, you have the ability to virtually evaluate and approve the future smile that lab has created digitally. At the prep appointment, you and the patient can physically look at the tooth shape, size, and contour of these teeth before the treatment begins. At this appointment, a digital diagnostic wax-up can be presented to the patient. At no additional charge, you can request the digital diagnostic wax-up you approved to come on a printed model or on a white stone model. The white model is the stone replica of the virtually prepped printed model. You will also receive an exact replica of the digitally designed wax-up made out of polymethylmetacrylate, PMMA, to use as biotemcad provisional. If you or the patient would like to see more adjustments to be made, the technician will be able to make all these modifications using the same design file and transfer these changes to the final restorations. Our patient loved the wax up and so now we are ready to start. I begin cutting off the crowns by placing a vertical slot onto the labial surface of the crowns and expand the vertical opening with the Christensen crown remover. 
Upon removal of the restorations, we can see how marginal defect led to microleakage and secondary decay. After I clean the preparation of debris and leftover cement, I like to pack the double zero cord to ensure that I can drop the margin slightly subgingival. To create a chamfer finish line, I use a round-ended tapered diamond burr. I tried keeping the tip of the burr halfway onto the tooth to avoid the lip formation, the unsupported lip of enamel formation. Here we can see how defective buildup and secondary caries are removed using a series of ceramic and carbide burrs. The remaining tooth structures was desensitized and cleaned with G5. A liner and a base will be applied. Then each of them will be cured. I use Dical as a cavity liner and I use Vitrabond resin modified glass ionomer as a base. Before using the build-up material, the preparations were etched with 35% phosphoric acid, rinsed and then bonding material was applied and cured for 20 seconds. To rebuild the remaining tooth structure, I use Tycor Automix. It is a dual cure composite and comes in shades A2. It is a titanium reinforced composite, so the risk of me ditching into the buildup while finishing the prep is reduced because it preps just like the dentin. The leaking crown on the upper right molar was removed the same way, making a vertical cut using a zircut tapered diamond burr. Due to the amount of marginal leakage, I got lucky here. The crown came easily using the hemostat. The leftover cement was removed and the tooth was reprepped. The amalgam on the premolar was also removed, the remaining tooth structures rebuilt and repaired. Here I'm finishing the preparations of the upper left side, getting ready for final impressions. Here are the retraction cords and camper caps already in place before the final impression. To increase the accuracy and fit of the final restorations, on this case I asked the lab to provide me with digital custom impression trays. They were made from the scan models that originated from the preliminary impressions we took at the initial appointment. The 3mm uniform thickness provided very good rigidity with no flexing and great adaptation. Full arch upper impression along with the bite and an opposing were sent to the lab for the fabrication of Braxer anterior restorations. Always have a pictures with a shade tab in place so the technician can compare the differences in chroma and value and make the necessary adjustments. Like my RDA Will Schmidt showed you in a previous episode, use a camera with micro lenses and ring flash to get a closer and a more detailed photo without having the flash altering the shade. Note how the temps fit passively with no interferences. Most of the times with BiotemCAD, you will not need the prep guide because they are designed on a virtual preps. They are uniformly hollowed and thin to allow them to fit over the preps with no resistance prior to relining. A separator medium is applied over the preps and relined with laxa temps by my assistant. 
I want my patient's gingival tissue health around the margins and the papilla to be maintained while in temporaries. So here you can see Will getting rid of the reline excess material and opening the interproximal gingival embrasures to ensure no gingival recession or inflammation will occur during the provisionalization phase. After reevaluating the smile, I determined that the height of contour and the incisal edge position of the right lateral needed some modification. A picture was taken after the cementation to communicate to the tech the changes I would like to see in the final prosthetic outcome. When patient came in for final delivery appointment, this is how the Biotem CAD looked like after being in the patient mouth for almost two weeks. The potential of these provisionals is versatile in that you have the opportunity to evaluate the prosthetic design in the mouth prior to fabrication of the final prosthesis. If there are no alterations needed, then these biotemps can act as a blueprint for the final restorations or they can serve as a prototype to communicate final changes while maintaining the aesthetic throughout the provisional phase. For more tips on how biotemps CAD are done, stay tuned. You will get to see it at the end of this clinical presentation. Here is at the final delivery appointment, removing the temporaries, cleaning the preps, and getting ready to try in the final restorations. Each of the restorations were checked for feet, margins, interproximal, and occlusal contacts. I always clean and desensitize the preps with G5 prior to cementation. For this case, I chose dual cure variolink aesthetics as my adhesive cement. It has a total edge option and because it's 100% amine free, it has a good shade stability. I found this very reliable when cementing the restorations in the aesthetic zone. This will ensure no shade changes over time, especially for anterior crowns. Because centrals and laterals will be cemented at the same time, I used Teflon tape for isolations to help with cleaning off the excess cement. Here we are using Cojet to treat the intaglio surface of a veneer. This Cojet spray is made of 30 micron silica coated alumina particles. When these particles collide with the hard zirconia surface, the high energy of the impact will partially melt the silica onto the zirconia surface. Is this transfer of silica from the particles to the target surface, in our case zirconia, that research calls tribochemistry. For more details on this effective technique, you can watch Chairside Live episode 185. After cleaning the restorations with IvoClean, silane is applied to the silica-coated intaglio surface. So, Monobond Plus will chemically bond to the silica-coated surface on one side and to the Variolink on the other side, creating an adhesive bond. Here I'm sitting both crowns, 8 and 9, with finger pressure. Clean off most of the excess, then I cure both restorations from Baco and Linguo. I always place veneers with light finger pressure, then use wooden sticks as I'm curing. After ensuring all excess cement is removed and flask passes easily through the interproximal spaces, I am moving back and get ready to cement the last set of restorations. The first right molar and the left first and second premolars will receive full counter Braxer anterior crowns. Even though Braxer anterior solid zirconia was formulated to satisfy highly demanded aesthetic areas, 
Its flexural strength of 650 megapascals allows it to be used also on the posteriors as long as adequate occlusal reduction is provided. It needs at least 1.5 millimeters. The patient was instructed to bite down gently on an arch articulating paper. Occlusion marks were evaluated and very selectively minimal adjusting was needed. Because Variolink is a composite looting cement, it is subject to oxygen inhibition. Here I'm applying liquid strip to all margins and cure truly, then flush it out with water. To provide better protection at the marginal interface, a layer of fluoride varnish was applied around all margins as a long-term caries prophylaxis. With this innovative CAD-CAM processed provisionals, I was able to take aesthetic informed decisions and successfully transform the patient's smile. It is now time to take you behind the scenes here at Glidewell Laboratories and show you the path we took to get to this successful smile makeover. It began with preliminary impressions and ended with digitally fabricated zirconia crowns. The digital workflow can also begin with an intraoral scan of the maxillary and mandibulary arch, but for this case, I send the lab the preliminary impressions to fabricate the models. We can see the technician here is using a three-shape scanner to first scan the upper arch, then the lower arch, then both models articulated. Because the initial scan is rough, he is using a selection tool to select the scan area that needs more details. This selected area will appear highlighted in red. Once he finishes the scan, he ensures that the occlusal plane direction is correct and utilizes the color scale to make sure occlusal stays in the green zone. Then the virtual margin line is created following the gingival gum line and shortened in the proximal. This will give more room and allows the biotems to sit easily with no interferences. Now he can choose a number for the amount of reduction of the selected teeth. Once the number is chosen, the computer will prep same amount of reduction in all directions. This virtual prepped model will have far less reduction than the clinical preparations, ensuring a passive fit of the biotems over the clinical preps. After he is done building the virtual model, he can start the design on these virtual preps. He can move, rotate, resize and realign these auto-proposals and get the teeth into a nice alignment. Once the design is finished, at this point it can be used as a valuable tool to pre-visualize the cosmetic changes. This digitally generated diagnostic wax-up eliminates guesswork and allows for the doctor acceptance, ensuring a predictable result. To the scan and save services at Glidewell Laboratories, the same design digital file can be recalled and used when milling the final restoration if the doctor does not require any further adjustment. Once you approve the design, this digital information is saved and then transferred to the mill. At this point, it can be milled from a wax block to get the digital wax up, or it can be milled from a multi-layer PMMA pack to obtain the biotemp CAD. Here, the technician is nesting the unit and finding a proper area to apply the sprues. The wax pack is then positioned into the mill, then the milling process starts. After the process is finished, we will have a wax unit of the pre-approved design. This is then sent to the technician 
to disprove and seal it on the model. Here, the initial digital design file is sent to the machine to mill the exact wax replica in PMMA to serve as Biotemp CAD. The full provisional unit made of this multi-layer PMMA offers more strength than my temporary's fabricated chair side. After technician will cut and smooth out the sprues, the Biotemp CAD is then stained and glazed to add more characterizations needed to provide the patients with a confident smile while waiting for the permanent restorations. This is prior to milling the Broxer Zirconia final restorations. For a case like mine where adjustments were made, you will see the CAD file being updated by the technicians with all necessary modifications prior to milling of the final restorations. It is here where the technicians recalls the initial CAD file, overlaps the initial designs onto the scanned model obtained from the final impressions and makes the requested modifications. This information is then scanned and saved and sent to the Bruxer mill. The Bruxer anterior crowns are milled as single units from a Bruxer anterior zirconia puck. Then the technician will clean and pre-color each unit before sintering. The crowns are then placed into a sintering tray over zirconia beads. This tray is then placed into the oven. The tiny beads will protect the margin integrity of the crowns while they are shrinking during the sintering process. The aesthetic of these Broxer anterior crowns are enhanced by staining and glazing, which are then baked in the oven. The result of all these restorations was excellent, as you can see here, being evaluated by our very talented dental technician. To summarize here, you can see the final products of this digital flow, the wax unit, the PMMA unit, and the glazed biotemp unit. You can request to receive the biotemp as one unit or splint it into separate pieces. You can see here the final crowns that can compete aesthetically with any all ceramic material. In the mouth, they blend completely with the surrounding natural dentition. Thanks for watching! Thank you, Dr. Mirashan. On behalf of everyone here at the lab, thanks for watching Cherisite Live, and we'll see you back here next time.